Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, the 17th of January. Good to have you all aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network, and presented as always by our title sponsor, everything Zaslow Show 2.0, Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys. You're involved in any kind of an accident, you call 800 747 free. 800 747 3733. We wouldn't be where we are right now if not for Anna Jar and Levine. Accident attorneys, let them put their skills to work and get you the compensation you deserve. 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. NFL playoffs, we're right smack in the middle of it. We got the NBA in full swing, NHL, of course, and Bet Online has you covered with all the up-to-the-second news and odds and scores with additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both the desktop and mobile versions, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today, get into the action, see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So, glad to have you here with us today on a Wednesday, right smack in the middle of the week. Got a fun show planned for everybody. We obviously talked some football yesterday with NFL on Fox's Chris Myers. If you missed that, you can go to the YouTube page. Uh, podcast is where it's at, but, you know, you want to check out the YouTube page so you can see, you know, who we're talking to. YouTube.com slash Show. He was great yesterday. Uh, no guests today, but a whole lot going on. We got to do NFL playoffs today. We got to do a little bit of Dolphins. I'm pissed off about something that happened with the Dolphins. We got the Heat in action tonight. We got the Panthers back in action tonight. The Heat are in Toronto. Short little two-game trip. <coughs> no Jaime Hawkes Jr. Jimmy Butler, though, he's off the injury report. So we're getting there. Almost. Almost to the full roster. So Heat are at Toronto. A Toronto team, by the way, who may be about to trade away Pascal Siakam. We know they trade away OG Ananobi a couple weeks ago. And first there were talks with Siakam go to Sacramento. Now it seems that Siakam to Indiana could be a move. And look, 
I would advise the Heat fan, you see all these other teams. They've, you know the teams in the offseason that made moves. Boston, Milwaukee, then in-season, New York, maybe Indiana. And you're looking at the Orlando's better. And you're looking at the Heat, you're like, why aren't we doing anything? Well, I, look, it's not going to be for a lack of trying, but this Heat team knows. They know that by the time they get to the postseason, they could beat anybody. It's the same thing as every other year. Like, the Heat don't need to spend an exorbitant amount of money or change their team in the middle of the season. You know, a team like New York has to make a big move. A team like Indiana has to make a big move. Even teams like Boston and Milwaukee. But the Heat, no. They get to the playoffs. They got the guys. Like, they have the dudes who could win a series against anybody because, you know, they've been in the finals two of the last four years. Like, they know they have what it takes. So, if a deal presents itself that is beneficial for them short-term and long-term, that's the key, short-term and long-term, then they're going to wind up doing something. But otherwise, they're not going to force anything. They're not going to go out there like these other teams who, I'm not saying New York or Indiana are making desperate moves, but they know what they are. And they know they need to be better. And the Heat fan, you also know what this Heat team is. And you know what they're going to be capable of. And especially, they're eight games over 500 right now. You know this Heat team is better than they were last year. Much better than they were in the regular season. And look, I don't love that Jimmy Butler misses all these games. He returned the other night. He's probably going to play tonight. He's going to play tonight. He had missed 11 to 12. I hate that he's missing all these games. I think it does take a little bit of, away from Heat culture. But if it gets Jimmy Butler to the playoffs in a place where he's not going to wear down by the end of the playoffs like he did in the finals, and he really wasn't the same from the second half of the Eastern Conference Finals on, and if it's because he missed so much time in the regular season, sucks right now short-term, but long-term, big picture-wise, we kind of know there's a means to an end, right? Now, luckily, for the Heat fan, it's not this monotonous regular season, right? You got Jaime Jaquez, the development. You got... Nikola Jovic, the development. You got the resurgence from Duncan Robinson. And maybe they... And, and you got Tyler Heroes having a great season. Boy, he was good at the end of the Brooklyn game. Man, he was awesome. So, there are things... Like, this season is different from last season. It's not, alright, let's just wait around until April when shit gets interesting. That's... I don't believe that's the case with this team. So, anyway, we'll, we'll circle back to the Heat. I want to start with the Dolphins. And by the way, divisional playoffs get going this weekend. We did it last week. Our, our top five under pressure wild card weekend. Well, today we're going to do our top five players or coaches for that matter under pressure for divisional round playoffs. Okay. All right. Everybody settle down. That's coming up. Now, I saw this, like I saw this headline I think on Monday, I didn't think much of it. And then I saw it yesterday and decided to read about it. So after, and I saw the headline was from Chris Perkins, South Florida Sun Sentinel covers the Dolphins. And Perkins, like the headline was something like, 
Chiefs, uh, Chris Jones, Chiefs tackle Chris Jones in Dolphins locker room laughing after the game. And that's like a crazy headline, so I didn't think much of it. But then I read it yesterday, and this pisses me off. So if you haven't seen, this is a good job by Chris Perkins being on top of this. So if you didn't see this, the Dolphins are in the locker room. As you'd expect, it's a solemn locker room. It is as disappointing an end to a Dolphins season, maybe ever. The stakes were super high, and they went out with a whimper. And then after the game, Chiefs players, Chris Jones and uh, Hambatali, is that his name? I, 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 he doesn't play for them anymore. They're in the Dolphins locker room, yucking it up with Justin Houston, who's been on this team for five minutes. And this story pisses me off. So, Justin Houston apparently is tight with Tom Bahali and Chris Jones. And so, he invites them or they pop in, whatever it was, to say hello. And if that's not bad, because Justin Houston played for the Chiefs, Justin Houston signed with the Dolphins because they needed bodies. So, Justin Houston has no allegiance to the Dolphins. But... I mean, he's been with the team for a week. But Justin Houston should have respect for the Dolphins. Should have respect for the team that gave him a paycheck when he was sitting around doing nothing. Should have respect for the guys in that locker room who are crushed with what just took place and their season is over. Justin Houston should have respect for anyone who supports the Dolphins and the Dolphin organization before A, inviting Chiefs players into the locker room and B, yucking it up and laughing with them in front of other people. And you know what? Yes, good job by Chris Perkins being on top of this story and and, and he got some quotes, anonymous quotes. Some guys had a major problem with it. Some guys didn't have so much of a problem with it. Like, Raekwon Davis didn't have so much of a problem with it. Listen, Raekwon Davis doesn't make the rules. Raekwon Davis doesn't speak for everybody. I'm a Dolphin fan. I'm a supporter of the team. I got a big problem with it. I guarantee you Dolphins Brass has a big problem with it. I'm sure Dolphins coaches have a big problem with it. I'm sure former players have a big problem with it. And it's not a coincidence that it was a guy in Justin Houston who just got here. And it was here for a week. You think Justin Houston gives a shit that the team lost? He wasn't doing anything. He got a paycheck out of it. He tried to help the team. It didn't work. He's moving on with his life. But have some respect for the organization. Have some respect for those guys who were out there through 18 weeks and then a playoff game and now their year was just crushed. And he's standing there and yucking it up with Chris Jones and Tom Bahali. I don't care if one or two Dolphins don't have a problem with it. They don't make the rules. They don't speak for everybody. And there are guys who did have a problem with it. Like I said, excellent job by Chris Perkins covering that. And, and if, you, if you read Chris's, per, Chris's story about it, he was blown away. He says he's never seen anything like that. I've never heard of anything like that. Maybe after a regular season game, 
It's a playoff game. Have some respect for the other guys in that locker room. And, and you know what? I'm not even mad at Chris Jones and Tom Bahali. The hell do they care? They don't care about the Dolphins. But Justin Houston, have a little bit of respect for the organization that got you off the couch while you were sitting there in your underwear with a bag of cheese puffs and decided to bring you in and get you a couple paychecks. It's fucked up. I don't like it. And everyone in that locker room should have a problem with it. And I hope someone on the coaching staff said something to him. That's Bush League. That's Bush League. Now, other things that you aren't happy about if you're a Dolphin fan. And that shit really pissed me off, man. Like, that's... I don't know Justin Houston from a hole in the wall. That shit's super low character. Really is. Standing there laughing... If it's not bad enough that those guys play for the other team, or in Tom Bahali's case, played for the other team, and they're in the locker room now, you stand there having a great old time, how about get dressed, say I'll meet you in the hallway, and then we could talk in a more appropriate place. But look, this is a guy in Justin Houston, didn't give a shit about the Dolphins, didn't care. And I'm not even saying he should care. He's been here for like two weeks, one week, whatever it was. But he should have respect. He doesn't have to care about the Dolphins. He should have respect for the Dolphins. And that's low character. That's a low character move. Sorry, I had to take a sip. My vitamin water. Ooh, it's good stuff. Vitamin water is awesome. I wish vitamin water were a sponsor. We got great sponsors on the show. I wish vitamin water were a sponsor. Anyway, so uh, let's talk a little bit about Tua. All right. So, as far as what the Dolphins are going to do with Tua moving forward. <clears throat> Tua has shown that he's mentally tough and that he's dedicated. And when I say mentally tough, you see everything that Tua has been through. From the injuries in college, to the injuries at the pro level, to what happened with Flores. To coming back this year and getting better at his craft and adding the muscle and taking the Taekwondo. And it worked. Didn't miss a game. Didn't miss a start. Didn't miss a snap due to injury. Tua has shown he is very high character. And very mentally tough. And very dedicated. <coughs> but the Dolphins don't have to pay him more than they're comfortable paying him. Let him come back next year. And add another layer to his game. Is that layer he adds to his game that escapability? Now, he's not going to be able to improve upon his elusiveness or, you know, how fast he is. That's not what I'm talking about. I do think, and Rex Ryan and Alex Smith spoke about this on NFL Countdown. I played the clip for you guys yesterday. It doesn't make sense for an athlete of Tua's caliber. I'm not saying he's not Lamar Jackson. But it doesn't make sense for an athlete of Tua's caliber to only run for six first downs on the year. A quarterback should be able to run for a first down every game. That's 17 right there. That's three times as many as he ran for this year. And even in the playoff game when he ran for a first down, he didn't dive, he didn't stick the ball out. And so what should have been a first down ended up being third in inches. And I don't think this is for a lack of athleticism. 
there may be something mental going on there. And not just with the concussion, with the hip. There may be something mental going on there. Well, he got over the mental hurdle, let's say, with the concussions by doing the Taekwondo and coming back very comfortable this year. Is the next layer that he adds to his game being more comfortable running with the football, being elusive, getting out of the pocket and making plays? Is that the layer to his game that he adds coming into next season? Because this year, he proved he could stay healthy. Next year, what else can he do to improve? And he'll use, if the Dolphins don't come to an agreement for a new contract with him, he'll use the contract situation like he's done many other things so far in his career as a motivating factor. And he'll continue to to prove and improve himself. He's super high character. He's shown you that. But you can't, like, he signed a five-year deal. I know that's standard for first-round picks. Not a four-year deal. Does any player want to go into the final year of a contract? Lamar Jackson did. Lamar Jackson did, and he bet on himself. Well, if Lamar Jackson, who had already won an MVP, who had already been to a Super Bowl, and we understand what Lamar Jackson was asking for wasn't realistic because it was the phony baloney Deshaun Watson deal. We understand what Lamar Jackson was asking for and got is more than what Tua is likely going to ask for and get. But if Lamar Jackson and his resume is willing to play on the final year of a deal and bet on himself, Tua's not above that. Tua's not above Lamar Jackson. So it's not completely out of the question that Tua will come into the fifth year of his deal without a contract in play. There's nothing that says you're not allowed to play on the final year of your deal. Because you can't just pay crazy money because a guy's going to be a free agent. Because it's his turn to get the extension. Because it's his turn to get paid. Not every contract to a quarterback needs to be more than the last highest paid contract to a quarterback. And Tua certainly... And you know I'm a Tua, I'm a Tua guy. So I, I don't like or want it to sound like I'm anti-Tua. But I'm pro-fair. And, and, and above all else, I'm pro-Dolphins. I'm always about what's best for the team. I'm always going to be pro-team over pro-player. Always. Why do the Dolphins need to pay him crazy money? He hasn't earned it. Lamar Jackson, they weren't going to pay him because, not because he didn't earn it, but he, that year that he bet on himself, that final year, they didn't win. He didn't have a great year. And he got hurt. Now they ended up paying him, but not what he wanted. You're not going to give him the richest contract ever, which would have been crazy giving him more than Deshaun Watson because, like I said, that's a phony baloney contract. That's on Cleveland. But if you're not worth the most money ever, why should a team be paying you the crazy money? And in Tua's case, he hasn't earned the crazy money. I'm not saying don't pay him, by the way. Number one, I don't think there's anything wrong with him coming in for a fifth year. And proving it? Let's go. Prove it here. Let's do it. I mean, the Dolphin fans should want that. Because what's more of a motivating factor than money? The Dolphin fans should hope 
that he just comes back and plays out the fifth year betting on himself. And then if he bets on himself and wins, that's a win-win for everybody. You could say, oh, but then the Dolphins are going to pay out the Wazoo. Well, they're going to be happy to. If he bet on himself and he won, everyone's going to be happy about that scenario. But why does he deserve to get the huge money when he hasn't earned it? And if they can't come to an agreement, he plays the fifth year of his deal. That's it. Now, I did see there were some reports of, like, I think Joe Shad said, or maybe it was Adam Beasley. And the numbers were there. And apparently, like, it was close to, like, $40 million or something. And apparently, based on the cap, and that, I know the Dolphins are way over the cap. Super fix. All those numbers are so, so phony. You could fix it so easily. You could bring this number down. You could bring this number down. They're going to get rid of Xavier Howard. He's, he's not going to be on the team anymore. That's going to open up a ton of money. Like, when, when they say the Dolphins are $40 million over the cap, who cares? It doesn't mean anything. It's fake. It's not real. But they should be offering, a, the Dolphins should be offering a deal that is team-friendly. And if Tua doesn't want to take that deal, that's okay. We play the fifth year, we'll have a conversation again next year. Like, there's no reason. And, and what's Tua going to do? Not going to play? He's going to sit out? Come on. Tua, Tua more than anyone knows the health risks involved. When the Dolphins offer him a fair deal, he's going to take it. But it's got to be team-friendly along with making Tua happy. And you know what? Add huge incentives. You make the AFC Championship game, $5 million bonus. You tell me the Dolphins don't want to pay a $5 million... I know it's a crazy number. You tell me the Dolphins wouldn't want to pay a $5 million bonus? It, th- making the AFC title game wouldn't be worth $5 million? Make the Super Bowl another $5 million. Win the Super Bowl another $5 million. Can you imagine that? Win- so, winning the Super Bowl, he'd get a $15 million bonus. Everyone wouldn't be happy about that? Like, I'm not saying don't offer him a new contract. Has to be team-friendly. And if it's not team-friendly, we'll have this conversation again in a year from now. You're under contract. It's not a big deal. You know what's, You know what is a big deal, though? Making sure you get the best sleep of your life. I mean, how many times do I got to tell you guys, the Zaslow family, we're sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. Sheets and Giggles has been a proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0. About nine or ten months now. It's no... Look at me, I'm aging backwards. I'm like Benjamin Buttons. Look how good... Look how good I look, everybody. It's because I'm getting the best sleep of my life. That's right. Sheetsgiggles.com. You get the bed sheets. You get the comforter. You get the pillow. Have you ever slept on a eucalyptus mattress? That's right. The sheets are made from the wood of eucalyptus trees. But my man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he's making sure we're keeping the environmental fre- environment friendly. Everything is environmentally safe. Sheetsgiggles.com. Get the best sleep of your life with the coolest, softest, most breathable sheets. My man Giovanni, his wife sent me a message. They just ordered sheets and giggles. They can't wait for it to get to their home. And I'm like, you're amazing. I'm so glad you use promo code Zazlo because when you use promo code Zazlo, you get 20% off your first order at checkout. First time you go to sheetsgiggles.com, use promo code Zazlo, you get 20% off your first order at checkout, and then you get the best sleep of your life. You're going to sleep like over 100,000 other Americans who are using Sheets and Giggles. You don't even have to thank me. Just the fact that you listen to Zaslow Show 2.0 and you support the sponsors who support the show, 
That's thanks enough. Sheetsgiggles.com. Sheetsgiggles.com. Promo code Zazlo. So tonight we got a we got a good local sports night tonight. All right, we got the Heat. They're in Toronto. We got the Panthers. They're taking on the Red Wings. So you know how I'm going to enjoy tonight's action. We got the two TVs going at the same time. Yes, AW Dynamite's on at the same time. I'm going to have to record it. I'll watch it late night tonight. But between the Heat and the Panthers, you know we got the two TVs in the Zaslow Mansion family room. The Panther game tonight starts at 7 p.m. So Panthers will start on big TV. Heat at 7.30. Heat will start on small TV. I mean, that's how we got to do it. What do you want me to say? But I'm also going to have an ice-cold Johnny Cuba in my hand. That's right. I'm sitting on the couch in the Zaslow Mansion family room in my underwear with a Johnny in my hand, just enjoying the most delicious beer there is. That's right. European Roots with that Caribbean soul. It's a refreshing German lager in a can. Johnny Cuba, pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba for yourself at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. Make sure you always drink responsibly. And, of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. So, let's do some NFL here. And you guys know last week, and I was talking about this on social media, I wasn't defending the NFL and Peacock, but I was trying to be realistic about it. And I I did think it's weird that the NFL, when they were promoting the game, you know, it's it's like a very excited and a very enthusiastic commercial for the first time ever. NFL playoffs are on Peacock, are streaming. It's like, all right, I get it that the NFL is enthusiastic about it, but that's not something for fans and viewers to be enthusiastic about. It's another streaming service, albeit $5.99. Everybody settle down, all right? And I'm not trying to spend your money for you, but come on, $5.99. I understand the NFL and Peacock being excited, but that's not something for fans to be excited about. It's not like you're saying, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Get excited. Yes, that's right. I don't have to, the Super Bowl's on over-the-air broadcast. I'm not excited that I have to pay for what you're promoting in order to watch it. That's, it, it, it. I thought the advertising was weird. And then, of course, after the fact, you got the commercials and you got NBC boasting about all the viewers they got on Peacock, which is also a little bit odd because they're boasting about how much money they made, right? That, that's, that's what they're doing. So I, I thought that was a, especially... A little bit tone deaf, especially considering the entire week before, it was a major topic of conversation, Peacock. I mean, heck, on ESPN Radio last week, I talked about it one night. It's a big topic of conversation, and most everybody was angry about it. And like I said, I wasn't trying to defend it, but I was trying to let you know, the NFL is the last of the major sports leagues that are making you pay for these games. ESPN, TNT... You have to pay to get those channels. And that's what playoffs are on for NBA, NHL, MLB. For that matter, regular season games in the other sports, Bally Sports, you have to pay for that. That's, that's not over-the-air broadcast. The NFL, Dolphin Games, or CBS, NBC, ABC, the, N- the NFL is the only sport that doesn't make you pay for your regular season games. So I was just trying to have a, a, a conversation in reality, about that game last week being on Peacock. So anyway, what does bother me 
And look, fuck Buffalo, all right? Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills, they get no love in the Zaslow Mansion. I mean, and, and the weather over there, it's, it, they live on the wall in Game of Thrones. Why would anyone live in such a horrible place? Talk about Buffalo, not the wall in Game of Thrones. And you saw over the weekend, now, you know, hey, the NFL, they should have workers cleaning the stadium, not, you know, bringing out fans. And I don't have a problem with that because, you know, times are tough and they're offering people, hey, if you want to show up this morning, $20 an hour shoveling snow, I think that's actually pretty cool. They're, 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 they're giving people a way to make some extra money. That's fine. The part that I got a big problem with, fans are showing up to that game after paying hundreds of dollars for their tickets, and they can't find their seats because they're covered in snow. I mean, what is that? The NFL just came off of boasting and bragging about all the money that they made for the league, for all the owners, all the money they just made by making you pay for that playoff game last week. And fans who pay hundreds of dollars for playoff tickets, besides that they're going to be sitting there in the freezing cold, they also have to sit on mounds of snow or they have to clean it themselves if they can even find their seats. How about the NFL hire people to clean the stands so that these people can sit down? I mean, I get it. They're Bills fans and I got no love for them. But the NFL this past week, they they really were greedy pigs. These people can't find their seats. I mean, you saw the videos. They're pushing this. You got kids. They're pushing the snow themselves. They're trying to find where they're supposed to sit. They got to sit on the snow. That's a disgrace. I mean, this league, they make billions of dollars. I mean, can 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 you show a little bit of respect for your fan base? It's messed up, man. All right. Let's talk about the actual games here. So we know we got Houston at Baltimore, Kansas City at Buffalo, Green Bay at San Francisco, Tampa Bay at Detroit. <coughs> I think I think ah, I think the two AFC games would be great games. I think any of those teams can win. I think Houston can win at Baltimore. Uh I think Kansas City can win at Buffalo. I I, I don't think it's going to happen, but I could see those two games going either way. I don't think Green Bay at San Francisco is going to be close. And I know Tampa Bay at Detroit is not going to be close. I mean, Detroit is going to kill them. They really are. But along with four division round playoff games comes our top five under pressure in the division round. Let's do it. Give me my NFL music. There we go. Okay. Top five. We count them down backwards for dramatic purposes. Top five players, or coaches for that matter, top five players under the most pressure this divisional round. Number five, Lamar Jackson. Now, you may be saying to yourself, Zaslo, how's Lamar Jackson under pressure? He's probably going to win the MVP. He's had a phenomenal season. Well, Well, number one, that's exactly the point. He's probably going to win the MVP. And if you win the MVP and then you don't win a playoff game and you lose at home that playoff game and you're coming off signing the huge contract, I mean, they didn't pay him to win MVP again. They paid him to win a Super Bowl. You can't come out and and not win a playoff, not even win a playoff game, especially after the season they just had. But also, that's why Lamar's number five. He's not number one. He's number five. Number four, Baker Mayfield. 
Now, Baker Mayfield has already had a huge success of a season. The Buccaneers' season has been a big success, even if they lose 60-3 in Detroit this weekend. But there's a lot of money on the line for Baker Mayfield. He's likely going to get a new contract from Tampa and be the starting quarterback, at least short-term moving forward. How much money is that contract going to include is dependent on what continues to happen this postseason. Number four, Baker Mayfield's under pressure. Number three, Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah. He passed the first test, a super important test, winning the playoff game after winning the division for the first time in 30 years and beating Matthew Stafford. But expectations change. And that now is not good enough for this season because Dallas lost and they get another home playoff game and they're facing the nine win Bucks. The Lions are now a home win away against a team that barely finished over 500 away from the NFC Championship. Now there's additional pressure. Number three, Jared Goff. Number two, Josh Allen. Yeah, there's pressure on Josh Allen. He has not had a great season. He had a fantastic game last week against Pittsburgh. No turnovers, all that stuff. Can he finally get the monkey off his back? Can he finally topple Patrick Mahomes, who has never even played in a road playoff game? Number two, pressures on Josh Allen. And number one, the most pressure this weekend, division around playoffs is on Brock Purdy. Yeah, that's right. Brock Purdy, he didn't get an opportunity last postseason because he got hurt, and we saw what happened to the 49ers. Now, Brock Purdy's healthy. The Niners had a week off. Number one in the NFC. Let's go. The Niners look like a Super Bowl team. Brock Purdy cannot be the reason that they don't win this game. Does he have to be the reason that they do win it? Not necessarily. But he can't be the reason that they don't. Number one, the most pressure this weekend is on Brock Purdy. Number five, Lamar Jackson. Number four, Baker Mayfield. Number three, Jared Goff. Number two, Josh Allen. And number one, the most pressure this weekend is on Brock Purdy. That's right. Okay, there you go. So, the Heat tonight are in Toronto. And there's a little bit of trade chatter going around. I'm not really taking it. I know DeJounte Murray's name's been mentioned there. I would love for the Heat to add DeJounte Murray. He's exactly what they need. A guard, he scores 20 points a game. A guard who can rebound, a guard who can handle the ball. Super athletic, young. He's exactly what they need. But there's a lot of money there. And I don't know what the Heat would be giving up. You know, Atlanta, it's not just about, okay, they want to get out DeJounte Murray's money. They've had a, a, a really rough and disappointing season. But... If they trade DeJounte Murray and they don't get a lot in return, the next thing that happens is Trey Young becomes a problem. And they need to avoid that happening. So can the Heat make, or the Heat willing to make the best offer for DeJounte Murray as opposed to other teams out there? You're not giving them Tyler Hero for DeJounte Murray. You're not doing that. So are you willing to give up two or three first-round picks? I don't know. Now, obviously, you want to give up Lowry. Lowry's an expiring deal. Atlanta would probably be in on that because they want to get off the money. So Lowry, you got, you're not giving Hawkes. Everybody knows that. Do you give up Lowry? I would give them Caleb Martin. 
I already told you, I would trade Caleb Martin. The Heat are not going to pay Caleb Martin this offseason. He's going to command $20 million a year. I love Caleb Martin at $8 million. I don't love him at $20 million. The Heat have Hawkes, and they also have Highsmith. You didn't expect those guys to be the contributors that they are already. That means you don't need to pay Caleb Martin $20 million. Would Atlanta take Lowry, Caleb Martin, two first-round picks? If you're Miami, would you give two first-round picks? I would love for the Heat to trade for DeJounte Murray. Now, I also saw how Kyle Lowry, he's been on the trade block for the whole season. I don't know if they're going to be able to trade him. I, I, I don't know that there's a team out there, even with an expiring contract, I don't know if there's a team out there that wants to take Kyle Lowry. I really don't. And then you know it's going to be a buyout situation and he's going to try and latch on to a team that's going to make the postseason. Um, I just don't know that... I think the Heat would like to make a big move. You see that New York made a big move. Indiana's trying to make a big move. I think the Heat would like to make a big move. But is there a move big enough out there that really tips the scales where Mickey Harrison says, okay, I'm willing to take on all of that extra money in future years. Is DeJounte Murray that type of guy? I think he could be. Do the Heat feel that way? I don't know. So... There's a lot of trade chatter out there, but remember. The Heat are super secretive. And if something is going down, you're not going to hear about it until right before it goes down. So I would I would I would keep that in mind, any of these rumors you hear over the next month. Alright. Before we continue on here. Guys, let me tell you about the only car dealership I personally endorse. You know I'm talking about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're going to be treated like a king. That's right. You're going to be treated like royalty. You walk in the showroom doors at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You tell a friendly salesperson exactly what you're looking for. You're going to find the perfect ride, and you're going to leave knowing you got the best deal around at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you know exactly where it is. It's that beautiful building. You can see it right off I-95 at the Cypress Creek Road exit. It's on North Andrews Avenue. And if you're looking for that relaxed indoor car shopping experience, or maybe you just want to have your current vehicle serviced, you're going to be treated like royalty at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru because they service all makes and models. So no matter what you're driving right now, you could service with confidence at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And with an extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory, plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model, you're sure to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, nflsubaru.com. That's nflsubaru.com for more details. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll love. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal, we'll start things off here with. So the NBA has fined Sacramento Kings head coach Mike Brown $50,000. He got thrown out of the game a couple nights ago. Super aggressive behavior at the referee. And then, I've never seen this before, post-game. He shows up to his post-game press conference with a laptop to point out the video of the officials making errors. You can't, Mike, you can't do that. I know you think you're being uh, uh, bamboozled because you're the Sacramento Kings. Mike, you can't do that. I'm surprised he wasn't suspended. This, to me, is a big deal. 
Big deal or not a big deal? Here's Todd Bowles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach yesterday, uh, being asked a, a question by a reporter that ended up being very embarrassing for that reporter. Coach, you know, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures it's going to to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? They got a dome. I don't um, No, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. All right, I'm going big deal, but here's why. Number one, this is going to be a way for the online trolls to talk about how women should not be involved in sports. Shut the hell up. This has nothing to do with women. It ends up being a bad look for women because she's a woman. has nothing to do with women. I don't even have to know to know that this is a news person. And what happens this time of year, and these local news stations are always, not understaffed, but they keep cutting out, you know, local sports. And they send a newswoman to the press conference. And she doesn't know dick about sports. That's the problem there. It's not that it's a woman. It's that it's a news person who doesn't know anything about sports. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Oh, listen to this. So, WIP Philly, very famous sports station, up very hardcore in Philadelphia. Here is uh, a caller. As you can tell, not happy. Not happy about the Eagles and what's happened. Also, not happy with the host. I don't suck. I'm actually you very good at this. Host. Nah, disagree. Just sit there and you run your freaking mouth oh, would you much. stop being a baby? Would you just talk about the Eagles? Oh, wow. All right, Chuck, why don't you take a chill, Bill? Ah, I love that guy. Hey, you can't say that. Come on now. What are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm going not a big deal, though. People are pissed. Big deal or not a big deal? Finally, how about Hollywood Joy Taylor, the star of FS1, speak on FS1 yesterday, and here she addresses the Chiefs and the Bills this weekend. Fear, fear is too aggressive. Okay, fine. I don't, I don't have that. Rela- I don't have that kind of relationship. I don't have that kind of relationship with fear. I gotta be afraid of some stuff. So maybe, maybe the word fear is a little, is a little more comfortable for me. I gotta live. Yeah, I gotta live with a little bit of fear. So maybe my relationship with fear is a little different. They should respect the Bills. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So I will adjust it then. They should respect. The hell out of the bill. A lot of respect. respect. Like like extra respect. Like not fear. I'm afraid of you, but like. like, Thank you, ma'am. Sorry about that, ma'am. Extra respect. (laughs) Like like, be real real gentle about it. What about what about if Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid aren't scared for themselves, right? Because they like that. Like, you know, Big Red's like, I'm like that. Patrick Mahomes is I'm like that. What if what if they were like a little bit afraid about if like, say the receivers are gonna catch the ball? Uh Mm -hmm. So they're not maybe afraid of the bills. What if they're afraid about if Travis Kelsey is going to drop as many passes as he catches. I'm going not a big deal, but I'll tell you what is a big deal. Make sure you wish Joy Taylor a happy birthday right there. I'm not going to tell you her age. Uh, that's 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 not gentleman-like, all right? You can ask her age if you want. You make sure you wish Joy Taylor a happy birthday today. today. Top girl, huge star, big happy birthday. That's a big deal. We love you, Joy. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal not a big deal.
All right. Good night tonight. All right. Heat game. Panther game. We have AEW Dynamite. Can we wake up tomorrow? We'll have Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports Fantasy Football on the show tomorrow. We'll do some daily fantasy with him. And also just talk all the big stories. We'll do some Dolphins with him as well. But can we wake up in the on the right side of the bed? And the right side of the bed is the Heat win and the Panthers snap a two-game skit. Three losses in a row after a nine-game uh, winning streak. You think I need that shit in my life? Come on now. Let's go. Today's show brought to you in part by Bet Online. Thanks, everybody who hung out with us today. Thanks to everyone who, who helped put together another great show. You, you guys continue to do it. Just amazing job behind the scenes. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.